0: 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The news never stops. Life goes on around town and around the world. You need a talk show that keeps track of it. A program with bold opinions that's always open to your views. That is this show. Welcome to the Mark Davis Show on six sixty AM. The answer. All right,
1: everybody, come on in. Wednesday, February twenty eighth. Not repeat. Not the last day of the month. We have a leap day. Leap, leap, and that'll be tomorrow. And uh, boy, musical birthdays will be sparse tomorrow. <laughs> You'll be here a lot of Dinah Shore records. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, I gotta be. I'm not gonna borrow March first. I know that the leap babies. Actually support support actually uh, celebrate their birthdays on March first, but no, no, tomorrow's y'all's y'all's year, so it'll, it'll be Feb twenty nine and March first is March first, and never the twain shall meet in an actual leap year. Hey, uh, got a couple of places to go. Topically speaking, things to play, things to share. Last night with Doctor Gorka it was fantastic. He had he shared some things that I want to share with you. Kind of put you in the room there with us, and and it was awesome. Let me share something real quick as we begin, because just at the close of the last hour, you know, Peggy Lee's singing about doing right, and a prayer that uh, calls on all of us to do right. Let me give you an opportunity to do something really, really right as we begin. If the prayer puts you in the mind of what does God want of me, what does Christ want me to do today? There, is, um, there are a lot of ways to phrase this, but if you're looking for happiness and looking for joy, don't think inwardly, think outwardly. What can you do for others today? A heart for service, doing something for someone less fortunate. It's the kind of thing that brings joy. It pays you back, you know, many, many fold. So let me send you to 660amtheanswer.com. And there's a little clicker button there, Give Life, the Food for the Poor campaign. Because as we speak right now, what is it, 10 after 8? Maybe you're grabbing a biscuit at Whataburger or something like that good for you. Uh, There are people who ain't got no biscuit. There are people across Latin America, across the Caribbean, and there is starvation and poverty, the likes of which you have never seen. Uh, I had not seen it either until I went with Food for the Poor, first to Guatemala and then to Haiti. And to drive those streets in Guatemala City and Port-au-Prince, and and it, it is an eyeful and a heartful of images. And, and yet far from being depressing or leaving me downtrodden, it was incredibly uplifting to visit these locations, these communities where food for the poor has had impact and the impact is food and it brings hope and it brings help and it brings life. Imagine being a mother and you've got two kids and you've got enough food for one. How do you, how do you, how do you navigate that? And we've made that happen where she can feed both of her children. You have made that happen in our past campaigns and you can make it happen right now. So if you do what I'm about to suggest, strongly, lovingly suggest, (laughs) you can have that feeling and say, you know what? Uh, I got three things going on in my life that aren't great. And, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And that'll always be the case. But I saved a life today. I, I put a smile on a kid's face today in Haiti or Guatemala or some other part of, of Latin America or the Caribbean. I did that. And, and again, it's not about you. It's not about me. It's about what we have done in answering the call. We are called to do these kinds of things. So here's your chance. Go to 660 com. Click the Give Life banner. That's the Food for the Poor banner. And a one-time gift of $80 feeds two kids for a year. This is the efficiency, this is the system the Food for the Poor has, often bypassing the sometimes corrupt governments in some of these uh, countries, uh, to get food directly to places that need it with, with almost no overhead and the ability to do it with efficiency. $80 feed two kids for a year? Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. So thank you. Click that button. Do the 80 bucks Feed two kids for a year. But Mark, you may say, I'd love to do something. 80 I got 20 Will you take it? Darn right I will. Thank you very much. There's the custom button. Click that, and there you are, and you can do the very, very same thing. At 660AMTheAnswer.com, click the Food for the Poor banner. I'll tell you more about this a little later on in the 9 o'clock hour because you can come co-host the 9 o'clock hour with me. Whoa, how does that happen? Well, that's $3,000, <laughs> so it better be good. In fact, I'll tell you right now. Uh, if you go to 660AMTheAnswer.com, click that Food for the Poor banner, give me three grand, and then send the receipt to Rhonda, We'll set you up, bring you in here for an hour. We'll sling hot topics. We'll play the tunes you want. We'll, we'll you know, talk about your family, <laughs> gripes you've ever had with me. I don't care. Listen, you're are you kidding? It's your time, but we will sling hot topics back and forth and have a great time. Now that's three grand at six sixty ameanser uh, and just click the food for the poor banner. And then if you do that, send the e receipt to Rhonda at markdavisshow at gmail.com, dot Markdavisshow at gmail.com, and we'll set you up. Um, here's here's this trick again. I don't have 3,000. I got 1,000. First of all, good for you. We'll do the Zoom parties. Uh, Rhonda's at her house. I'm at mine. And you're at yours. We gather small groups of people, 7 o'clock on a given evening, when everybody can make it. We uh, do stuff through the thrill of Zoom. And that's for 1,000 at 660amtheanswer.com. Do that. Send the e-receipt to Rhonda. We'll set you up for that. It's all. And why do I do these things? Number one, I love hanging out with you. Number two, hello, we're feeding some kids here. We're feeding some kids here. So thanks for helping. 660amheanser.com. Click to give life food for the poor. If you do the 1,000 for the Zoom, the 3,000 for the co hosting, send the receipt to uh, to Rhonda at uh, markdavishow at gmail.com. And we will set you up okay we were set up with a bunch of people at cigars international last night it was so so wonderful first a word about the environment because it's funny a lot, some people some of you actually listen to the show and you have uh and you've and it's like i mentioned this 47 times but i i don't, I don't know why it did i think we were talking about prager who's quite and, and both listen is it the rule you got to be a cigar guy to have i don't think mike's a cigar guy but but prager is and, uh, and Gorka definitely is, and boy, did I get firsthand evidence of that. He's like blazing an opus like five seconds in the door in the, in the VIP room. It was tremendous. We had like 14 folks in the VIP, and the other crowd was out there waiting for us in the main room. And it was just fantastic. But it was my first time in a cigar environment in about a decade. So and and it wasn't um, I don't want to bore you with this story is I I just I'm on the I'm on the back patio and I'm blazing a licenciato maduro and Ethan comes to me and he's 11 he was, was 10 it was 10, it was, uh, 10 years ago it says dad why do you smoke and I said, well, and I'm starting hemming and hawing and trying and, you know, trying. It's like, well, I'm not really smoking, son. It's not like cigarettes that go into my lungs. I don't inhale them and blah, blah, blah. And, and, you know, and I'm an adult. And when you're an adult, you can have the decision, blah, 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 blah. All of which is true, by the way. All of which is true. All of which is true. Then I got to thinking and I said, you know what? Rather than uh, do all of those contortions, how about if I just live a smoke-free life? For my boy, be a better example for him, because, by the way, now (laughs) this is timely. Ethan turns 21 in about six weeks, (laughs) seven weeks. You're kidding me. What? Ah! And and at that time, it'll be he can then make those decisions about smoking and drinking and all the vices. And I want to have provided a as good an example as possible of the things that I want him to do. And all other things being equal, uh, yeah, if you want, listen, later on in life, I, can I be really frank with you? So we're gathered, was, by the way, it was, it was great. I just walked in and went, I remember <laughs> it was wonderful just being around everybody. And I carry the memories with all of you because I exude, I will exude the aroma, I think for about five days, <laughs> I may have to burn my clothes. And bless Lisa's heart. This is how much she loves me. Because she's never been a fan. She let me go do it. And, you know, et cetera. And I'd come in and I'd just, I'd just have just, I'd be giving off all the effects of uh, my my stog of choice. And she just loves me. So it was kind of a favor I did for her as well. But look, whatever you want to do, do. And it was great to be around a bunch of smoking guys, quite literally. Um here's the thing. If you're like 20, it's a bit. Or 21 or whatever. What's the smoking age? I don't even know. Um, it, it's it just, there's, I'm, quite frankly, nothing looks dumber than a 22-year-old smoking a cigar. And I don't know why I feel that way. It just seems like you ought to have some years on you. <laughs> like like earn your stripes in life before you blaze up your, I don't, I don't even know. It's totally arbitrary. It's just how it strikes me. Anyway, though, some properly seasoned folks were 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 blazing up and Seb was knocking one down. And it was just a joy to be around everybody. And listen, if, if this is something that is a part of your life, have I got a place for you? Because Cigars International is wonderful. It's right by Cabela's at 35 and 170. Uh you're you're in both Fort Worth and Denton County at the same time, which is weird. It's like the speedways right there. And so that's how that works. So Cigars International, thank you. Just fan just fantastic. So Seb, what did he share? Uh, the things that I hadn't mentioned, he expects Trump to win. Duh. Uh, expects him to be a better judge of uh content of people who are going to join the team. That would be good. Um, feels that the party is is now uh being wrestled away from the corporatists and the globalists and the Nikki Haley. Uh, Paul Ryan, Mitt Romney, John McCain style of politician. And that's a fantastic thing. And in fact, that takes me back to the call I took in the first hour. Gentlemen, kind gentlemen, wonderful gentlemen, having a tough time. I'm here I'm here to help and it's free. A big Nikki Haley supporter. You guys do exist. There aren't many of you, but you do exist. And, and we had a little encounter group in which the gentleman was brought to understand that he is more annoyed by people who are more conservative than he is than he is by liberalism. So here is the thing. These people who just can't let, I can't quit you. People who just can't let her go because she was the repository for the kind of Republican Party that they remember, the kind of Republican Party that we have rejected. Ronna McDaniel is gone. Here might come Laura Trump as co-chair of, of the RNC. That would be awesome, because the RNC right now has one job: help Trump beat Biden. That's it. We're done with the Chris Christies and the Asa Hutchinsons and all those people. Bye. Had a good time. Bye. Oh, I would catch Asa Hutchinson the other day. Said, uh "I won't support a convicted felon." Really? So if, if Trump you know, gets tagged with, with a conviction, you're going to help Biden win? Really? Republican former governor and congressman, Asa Hutchinson. Really? And this was like the gentleman I spoke with. And I'll lovingly deal with this with any of y'all who need it. Send me your people who need this talk. Because one of two things needs to happen. Either they need to realize that that they are, that they have some liberalism at heart. That's why Trump is saying, well, Trump's a criminal. That doesn't bother you. Well, your democracy is under attack. Shut up. Doesn't, that's not it. It's that liberalism is okay with you. It, you are not you are not conservative enough to to embrace the Trump agenda. So either a get a clue and become conservative enough to do it, or realize that you are a Biden voter, and by not supporting Trump, you are a Biden voter in a crossover state, a, a, a purple state, a kind of a, you know, one of those battleground states. The failure to support Trump helps Biden. You are a Biden. Voter, this is 2016 all over again. Yeah, Mark, uh, can't vote for Trump. Oh, so Hillary's okay with you? No. Yeah, she is. No. Yes, she is. So I'm gonna have to do this like all day, every day. I don't mean necessarily on the show. There'll be like 14 segments in you know the next through two weeks. But it's mean, this is gonna it's all the dang time. And you're gonna have to do it in your life too, and do it with love, and do it with tolerance, and do it with goodwill. Because these folks are just confused. And, and they just and listen. You just guide, guide them towards some clarity. Guide them towards some clarity. One of two things is true: you either want Biden or you don't. If you if you don't, then get over yourself and back Trump. Boom. That's it. It is that simple. If a second Biden term really is okay with you, and for many of you it is, that means that you are not particularly. Conservative. So stop saying you are, stop telling people you are, stop feeling that you are, because you're not. Trump, orange man, bad. What, okay. And the only reason you feel that way is because Joe Biden is okay with you. Hillary would have been okay with you. Don't lie to me and don't lie to yourselves. All right, um let me pause. Seb so I asked Seb how Trump would solve Ukraine on day one. And he gave me an answer. I'll tell you what it is next. 823, Mark Davis, 660 AM the answer. How to solve Ukraine in one day. That's what Seb said Donald Trump would do. In fact, he described it as follows. That on the way, that on the way in the limo. From the inauguration to the White House to prepare for that evening's inaugural balls, January 20th, 2025, uh, he'll pick up the secure phone and he will call Zelensky first and say, Mr. President, you will now begin to negotiate with Vladimir Putin. Sorry about the loss of Crimea. Sorry about the loss of the Donbass region, but the killing must stop. He'll be calling you. Take that call and begin to negotiate an end to this war. Thank you. Click. Next call goes to Putin. Vlad, Donald Trump, I'm back. And I am um, just told Vladimir Zelensky that you will be calling him. You will be calling him and you will negotiate with him about an end to this war. If you do not negotiate according to the uh, sort of the geography that I've described to him and what's been talked about in a lot of these settlement uh, talks of of how to resolve this uh, situation, if you are not willing to do so, then I will call him back and tell him that we are going to give them what you might call real weapons. Click. War solved. Or so the plan goes, if that's the plan. How's that sound to you? 866 660 5759. How does it sound to you that a local school district allowed two books to remain on the shelves? One of them about a little boy that wants to wear a dress to school, and the other one about a little boy who wants to uh, go to a little girl's room. Welcome to 2024. Mark Davis, stick around. LopchakortiCom, 831. Into the newsroom we go. And here's Nikki Whaley.
2: She doesn't own a dress. Her hair is always a mess. If a cat's dealing, she won't confess. She's beautiful. Smokes a pack a day. You wait, that's me,
1: but anyway. So these guys hit 1998.
2: Hey, and I am
1: in. Meet Virginia. Meet Virginia from the Boys of Train. Pat Monahan out front. Now, here's the kind of man card these guys threw down.
2: She never come not only
1: some great, great, great early solo album or solo early band albums, train, drops of Jupiter, remember that. I think that was the last thing they did that was intended for me, a self-respecting man because after that, they became king of the chick bands. I mean this stuff is great, and, and their first couple albums are so good, ninety-eight, you know, as as we headed into the new century, just great. And then all of a sudden, it's just everything. And it's not that they weren't good anymore, but they it was kind of a maroon five Bon Jovi hybrid that that no self respecting man wants any part of. <laughs> so just God bless them. But here's what they did. You know what they did at one point? Like and I don't know if they perceived, hey, no men are listening to us anymore. Pat Monahan and, and, and his fellow traveling musicians there in the band Train did a, and I mean a note for note, replica of the second Led Zeppelin album. Which has, of course, like, you know, a whole lot of love and what is and what should never be and Lemon Song and, and, and Ramble On. Oh, my gosh. So many of the best Zeppelin album. And it is letter perfect. I mean, go. It's, it's train covers Led Zeppelin too. Just, just download that. Just, it's it's great, and it's it's a, a way for self respecting men to listen to Train again. Anyway, though, uh, Pat Monahan of Train is fifty five today. All right, let's uh, let's do a couple of things from my uh, last evening's perusal of uh, of stuff on the TV box. Um, I think the first thing I want to do is Newt reacting to the stomping of of Nikki Haley by Trump. Her continuing campaign remains uh, more than an annoyance. It's a problem. It is time for unity. And my patience with this, I mean, I will show patient, listen, callers on the show. I mean, of course, I have infinite patience because I know that everybody's a work in progress. And it is binary. And if, if you are, if you've been a lifelong Republican and you're just, you know, got the black armbands bands on because we don't have candidates like Mitt Romney anymore. we Trump, orange man, bad. too spicy. Are there some personal stuff you can't navigate with him? Whatever, whatever. None of that matters. Only thing that matters is what direction do you want the country to go in? And I I don't need to repeat this entire rant again, but but the bottom line for a whole lot of people, and and, and by the way, these are conversations you need to have in your life. Feel free to model them after the conversations that I'm going to have with no shortage of people here on the show. Wonderful to go back and get the podcast at the 7 o'clock hour. About seven, eighteen or so. Wonderful guy calls and says, "You know, I'm just wondering." I think his question to me was was pretty artfully posed. It was essentially, "Hey, Trump fan, <laughs> what if like Trump loses? You know, will it have been worth it?" Interesting. So, m- my short answer would be, of course. In order to get exactly the policies that I want, now if if Biden were beating Trump by twenty in every state. In polls right now, I'd have to really give this some pause, because again, you 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 got to actually win. But the notion that Trump can't win uh, is, is is fiction. Am I guaranteeing that he will? No, of course not. It's a long year, and who knows? And you know, we got to work hard and pray hard, and you know, get everybody get everybody on board. Follow me there. And he invoked those those polls that indicated uh, that that Haley would have a good uh, margin versus Biden. There's there's something sneaky about that because there's there's something very nebulous, and I think a lot of, of of Democrats and and center left people who realize that Biden is is just such damaged goods, and Haley is sufficiently acceptable to them, wink wink nudge nudge, that they grudgingly told a pollster eh, maybe Haley, but when push comes to shove, Democrats are gonna Democrat center left people are going to find their way to a line behind biden because trump's just unacceptable to them and that's my question to all of you in what i call the soft gop you, you cast off the softness <laughs> sounds like a fabric softener commercial uh and and just rediscover your rudder and, and i know i know it's a big bummer big buzzkill that it's, it's it's not your you know dad's or granddad's party and as Gorka said after Ronda McDaniel uh, expressed her you know, resignation intent, it's our party now. And it is. And that's okay. It's all right. Get over it. It's going to be fine. We're going to have borders at work. We're going to have a better economy. We're going to have sensible policies on, on things from gender to, to uh, environment. It's just there's, there's nothing bads going to happen here. Unless you're just a closet liberal which some of these folks are. Some of these Haley people are just closet liberals who just don't want to, you know, come out of that closet as the full blown Democrats that they, that they are in their beating heart. So figure out what you are and, um, and go with it. In fact, let's, let's, let's go with this now because here was Newt last night. Sean Hannity asked him, uh, cause part, and it's funny, part of the annoyance, it's kind of conceptual, It's like, why? Why is she doing this? You know, we we need to be because we need to be able to unite. We need every day of everybody rowing the canoe in the same direction for every Republican. There's only one job, and that's beat Joe Biden. If you don't get that, call me. I will help you for free. But he asked Newt, uh, isn't this problematic because Trump has to, you know, distract himself and take up his time, uh, you know, messing with her instead of aiming fire politically at Biden?
2: Well, first of all, I don't think she's going to force President Trump to spend anything because he's going to beat her in every single primary in the country. That's just going to happen. Uh, Second, the longer she stays in, the more she will alienate Republicans. This theory that she's hanging around in case something happens to Trump so she can then be the choice. No MAGA Republican, no Trump delegate is ever going to pick Nikki Haley. They will pick any of a dozen or 50 uh, Republicans who are acceptable, but they aren't going to pick her.
1: Let's pause for the genius of Newt. This is why it's a good thing when he's on TV. Uh, this may be one of the more plausible reasons. There's There may be some asteroid that strikes Trump. It would have to be almost literally, because I don't think it's going to happen judicially. Uh, and, and she's just kind of waiting there to, to be the plan B but at a convention to be held in milwaukee in the middle of july as a as a warm up for riot torn chicago and the democrats in august but we'll have our convention in milwaukee in july and it will be filled with people who will have spent their spring and summer working their butts off to get trump renominated and reelected and let's say something does, I mean, I, I, I'm really, pardon me, let's say he dies, or what would the other thing even be? Convicted of threat. There's not going to be any convictions between now and July. But let's say there are, and they fast track something, and he's a convicted felon at the end of June, and the base just changes its mind, and all of a sudden, ah, it's too much, it's too spicy. Do you think that crowd of delegates is is gonna go to Nikki Haley for the rescue? Are you high? You know, that maybe they'll go to DeSantis? Maybe well, maybe they're gonna Vivek. Go to, Vivek. <laughs> go to De- given those given that choice, go to DeSantis, please. Uh, Seb. Not a DeSantis fan. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and I think it was part of the in, in 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 deep MAGA territory, if if you stuck around like a fly buzzing around Donald Trump, as as Haley continues to do you became persona non grata, if you know what I mean. Uh, but but no, that that, that that convention crowd is not, not going to go to – she is absolutely destroying her Republican street cred for right now. Can that change? Of course it can change. We a little, life is long. Memories are short. Who knows? I find it hard to believe moving forward that even if Trump loses – and I don't you know, know how that happens – uh, let's say Gavin Newsom rides in, and, you know, and America remains stupid and elects him over Trump. Do you think that in 2028, we're going to come back and say, wow, how wrong we were. What we need is a return to the globalist, corporatist, go along to get along, moderate squish Republicans. Yeah, that's what we need. No. No. I think in 2028... Uh, <laughs> Seventy-eight-year-old Donald Trump. What kind of Donald Trump now? That uh, don't. No, I'm, I'm kidding. But don't, don't don't rule anything out. But uh, no, we will not. There's. There's. I don't think there's any turning
2: back in the short term. And I really don't
1: think there's any turning back in the short term. Thank
2: God. And you saw that in Nevada, where she lost by two to one by none of these candidates. I mean, when none of these candidates beat you by two to one, there's a there's a hint uh, that maybe you're in the wrong game this year. I HOPE SHE'LL DROP OUT, I HOPE SHE'LL BECOME PART OF THE EFFORT TO BEAT JOE BIDEN. I DO NOT THINK IT'S HELPFUL TO HAVE HER OUT THERE SAYING NASTY THINGS ABOUT THE REPUBLICAN NOMINEE. AND AS FAR AS I'M CONCERNED, DONALD TRUMP TONIGHT IS THE REPUBLICAN NOMINEE. THIS IS OVER AND THE ISSUE IS TO FOCUS ON THE GENERAL ELECTION AND WHY TRUMP WOULD BE A DRAMATICALLY BETTER PRESIDENT IN 2025. Than Joe Biden.
1: Ta-da. It is that simple. Okay. Let me set up the next thing in the following way. Uh, On Channel 11 last night, they had a report on these two books that are going to remain, remain Denton in your school district. Jacob's new dress in which a little boy decides he wants to dress like a little girl and Jacob's room to choose in which a little boy decides he wants to go to the bathroom in the little girl's room. And these remain on school shelves. The uh, And it was a reporter I did not recognize. So whenever new folks come to town, we, we pay a lot of attention to the local news effort and what the, the good folks are doing on, on the 4, the 5, the 8, the 11, and even other places sometimes. And so it's the first time, you'll hear the first time, that I will play a report on CBS 11 by a gentleman named Marvin Hurst. So whenever I see a new person, I, I think, okay, uh, where would this person come from? And the answer with Marvin appears to be from KENS Channel 5, the CBS affiliate in San Antonio. So I thought, okay, that's good. At least I know that. And the reason I found that is because there's a little YouTube thing of Marvin saying goodbye to the San Antonio Audience, and this is kind of cool. They let him do it. Listen, broadcasting. You kidding me? People don't often leave on their own terms. Sometimes they don't get the goodbye, especially in radio. It's like, whoa, where would he go? I don't know. uh So, uh so this was Marvin on Channel Five in San Antonio. When was this? Oh, only about a month ago. But now, uh, why am I? What in the world am I playing this for? This was a local TV station. And 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 there were some things Marvin wanted to say. And I'm, so here's his goodbye from San Antonio, welcoming him to DFW, to CBS 11. We'll play his handiwork here in a minute, but here was Marvin saying goodbye to folks in the Alamo City.
3: So we're going to end a little differently today. Uh, I'm leaving Kins 5, and I have a few words that I want to share with you. I spent some time talking with God this morning about what I needed to say today. And First, I want to honor Him, my King Jesus, and the Holy Spirit for ministering to me, loving me, creating me my life and establishing the purpose that I am trying to fulfill. Next, I want to express my gratitude here in one of the many houses of Tegna. It is a young company, but it is a good company, and nobody made me say that.
1: <laughs> nobody made me say this. Is kind of funny because Tegna, interestingly, Tegna owns Channel Eight up here. So, uh, but but I just thought that was what, not only did somebody make him say that Tegna's good people, but nobody told him he could not. Uh, invoke uh, his savior and saying goodbye to the people of San Antonio. So so uh, welcome, Marvin. Now, let's take a break, come back, and watch Marvin at work, because he's out of the Denton ISD, and uh, telling everybody about uh, two books that shouldn't a, oughtn't to be on the It's my job to tell you they shouldn't be there. It's Marvin's job to bring you the story, and he did. We'll play it next, 8.51. Alright, I'm going to do something real quick. Because it needs to be real quick. Because I got like a minute. (laughs) It's the it's the full uh, Marvin Hurst tribute. This is wonderful man who's come to work for Channel Eleven. Before we do, and and I played like the first fifteen seconds of him saying goodbye to his audience in San Antonio and talking about how he, he had followed you know what Christ wanted him to do and blah blah blah. Well, he wasn't done. And this is in his goodbye in San Antonio about a month ago, just welcoming this, this gentleman to town. And, he said, and it occurred to me, like, why, why is he coming to DFW? And the answer is because his wife got a job up here. And so he talks about her and, and, and a couple other things that just make me love this guy even more.
3: I am leaving Ken's to build my life with...
1: Uh, Ken's, K-E-N-S, the acronym for Channel 5 San Antonio.
3: Your wife, Felicia, she and I have been back and forth since January. And when she started working in Dallas, well what kind of husband would I be in the early stages of marriage if I didn't share one roof with her? We are more than a couple. We are a demonstration of God's covenant and his ministry through marriage. That brings me to what the Lord placed on my heart and my head this morning. I am standing in a doorway this morning. There are two directions I can go. One where I'm established and I feel very comfortable or the other one where I can move forward into faith, into unseen and unknown territory. I'd be lying if I'd say I wasn't looking both ways, but guess what? I'm moving forward where the opportunity is. I cannot play it safely. I'm gonna move forward through that doorway with faith, the presence of the Lord hovering across my lives, and the promise of purpose inside. If I am any kind of example of this great station and this great company, then I have, calcula- I have to take this calculated risk to go through those doorways. Revelation 3.18 says, I know your works, and before you, I open a door and no man can shut it.
1: I, <laughs> thanks to Marvin? New uh, new CBS 11 reporter Marvin Hurst, who will actually play at work here. <laughs> Just, I, should probably, I should probably meet this gentleman. I should probably be his agent at this point. Uh, that was and and thanks to to the KENS and Channel Five San Antonio. Uh, it's not like stations to go. Oh, don't invoke Christ, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, but I think they kind of would say, "Could you lay back on that a little bit, Marvin?" They let him do this. So good for them and good for us for having this uh, fine gentleman in our midst to working in the in the local media. So Marvin got to cover the Denton ISDs, uh, trans kids books, and did a fine job of it, I'll have you know. And we'll hear that in at least half a dozen other things in the 9 o'clock hour. So do stick around